This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. All right, 6.43, needless to say, in less than an hour, Nick Sirianni's coming on, and he's going to try to take me down. And I am prepared for it. That's why I brought in some muscle. Barrett Brooks is here. If we're going to throw hands, Brooksy, you in. Uh, you've seen, <laughs> I'll block for you've you. You've seen what Jonesy did when he fought as a hockey guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, Joey Sacco is hearing ringing in his ears. Uh, Hughes in the building somewhere, too. You're damn right. He's not right. butt naked either. Yeah, you, you, you dug us this year. I got some meat behind I can't wait you. to talk to Angelo on Monday. All right, but uh, a guy who uh, showed no apparent support for me, whatever. Uh, in fact, uh, he asked the question that set Nick Sirianni off. Is our own Elliot Trump Parks. Hi, Elliot. Hey, what's going on, Angelo? I'll get to you in a few minutes, kid. But first, <laughs> let's talk about the victory on Saturday night. What did we learn yeah. about our Eagles from that win, Elliot? Well, we learned they can win in the playoffs. And as awesome as this year was, as great as there were some great highs, some great games, the reality was had that lo- they lost that game on Saturday night, they, you would have had to question everything. You would have said, could they win with Sirianni? Can Jalen win in the playoffs? So for them to come out and win in the postseason, I think it was such a huge step forward. For, for the franchise, for the building blocks, for the head coach, for the quarterback. And I think we also learned once again that when this team plays at their best on both sides of the ball, they're the best team in the NFL. So after a slow month to end the season, to see them come out, win in the postseason, and play like that, it, the night couldn't have gone better uh, for the Eagles. And here's the thing, Elliot. I, I, they look like they did a month ago from the, first, from the kickoff. So yeah. I'm now looking at that month, and I'm going, well, I know there are injuries and stuff for – were they holding back a little? I mean, they were doing the things that they are strongest at, pounding the football, using Goddard, defensively more aggressive, moving up on the receivers. The things that we were asking for, they suddenly did, and they looked fantastic. So during that month, were they really not putting their best foot forward? Yeah, I mean, looking back, I, I think maybe that was the case, obviously, especially in, in that last game against the Giants. We think about, you know, the red zone struggles that they have. But, but the other thing I'll say is this coaching staff has proven to be really good at fixing problems when, when they arise, whether it's the penalties last year, whether it's the lack of a running game last year, uh, second-half points this year, right? So if you look at what hurt this team over the final month of the season, it was third-down offense and red-zone offense. And when you, what they did on Saturday night – Again, look, the Giants are, are trash. They're a terrible team. But they are good at third-down uh, defense and red-zone defense. And the Eagles started that game 6-7 on third-down defense and 4-4 four for four in uh, red-zone offense. So I think they fixed the problems that had been hurting them over the month and really excelled at them on Saturday. All right, hold on. Uh, it's calling a team that was in the playoffs terrible and a team that trashed the third seed, the Vikings, if the Giants are terrible, Elliot, how bad are the Vikings then? Well, they're the frauds everybody thought they were all year, right? I mean, they, they finished the season with a, a negative point differential. And here's the thing about the Giants. Give them credit for where they were. But they were the perfect warm-up game for this team. Like, for all the worries, and I had them too, about this team coming into the playoffs slow, the Giants were the warm-up, like, slash preseason game this team needed. They have no talent, really, on either side of the ball. 
And, you know, the coaching staff, as good as it is, Nick Sirianni and this staff have dominated that coaching staff now in the two times they've coached. So I thought it was a really important win for the franchise, and it was a good postseason win. But that was the opponent they needed, needed to get the Super Bowl run going. True or false, this was a more aggressive defensive approach on uh, Saturday night by uh, Jonathan Gannett. I would say false. I, I think he mostly played the same type of defense. Now, there were a few blitzes in there, especially on that interception uh, whoa, you know, by Bradbury. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But this team was in the middle of the pack of blitzes this year. The, the idea that they don't blitz really isn't true. I think they finished a regular season 16th or 17th in the league in blitzing. All right, right? hold on. You said something year. that Barrett liked to respond to. He said they approached the receiving core the same way. Is, did you see that, Barrett? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, they, they played they played tighter covers. They played more press covers. And, and, and you can play you can play press covers without blitzing. What they what they right. did do was play tighter on the – they take the first read away from the quarterback. They played press coverage. And you can play press coverage with man-to-man and zone. What press coverage does, it takes that first read away. That gives your defensive line more of an opportunity to do it. They blitzed 28 to 20 – I mean, 27 to 26 um, percent. You know, percent during, you know, right, during the but season. Right, no, we're not talking about blitzing. I'm not even asking for blitzing. I'm asking to cover the receivers yes. closer to the line. And they did that. And that denied a lot of cookie first downs that they had been given up in the past month. And this leads to my question, Elliot. When Nick Sirianni was attacking me for my highly logical criticism of Jonathan Gannon, what team were you on? Were you on the Eagles or were you on WIP? Well, you know, the way you've cooked me about Gannon for the last two years, part of me was enjoying watching Sirianni give you, give, give you a little bit up there. But the other thing that stuck in my head was you always tell, you know, don't be part of the story. So I was like, let me let Sirianni get this sound bite off so Angelo can use it on Monday morning. So well, it, was, it was funny. There you though. go. All right, and I just had yeah. one other question about that incident. Do you know for a fact that Howard Eskin is on the Eagles payroll? Is he literally getting checks from the public relations department of a team whose ass he has kissed for the last 15 years at least? Until they play the Chiefs. Until they play the Chiefs and his buddy Andy Reid. Yeah, we'll see how it goes in the Super Bowl. But I'll say, you know, he did somewhat defend you. Like, being in the room, when he said, why do you listen, it was a bit of a defense. Oh, that's a great lesson. And the next time that werewolf... Set, when I say he's not a team player and he asks a coach why he listens to his flagship station, I was right about him too, that fraud. Enjoy him at Saturday at 8 a.m. Big audience then. <laughs> All right. Here we go. No, you want to stop. Get me started. Here we go. All right. One last thing, Elliot. Yeah. Eagles, Niners, Sunday, yeah. 3 o'clock. Early look at that. What's your gut saying right now about that matchup? Yeah, I, you know, it, it's a tough matchup, obviously. They're way better than the Giants. You look at some of the issues they could cause. Their offensive line uh, is probably the best of the rema- of the other teams in the playoffs this year in the NFC. So it'll be huge for the pass rush to make sure they win. But what this really comes down to, ultimately, is the fact that their quarterback is a seventh-round rookie, right? And if you look at the fact that he's only played two NFL away games so far, in his career, and they were in Las Vegas and Seattle, you know, barely home field advantages at this point, especially in Seattle with the way they've kind of struggled. But outside of that, when you look in college, he was 10 and 13 on the road, right? Like, this is not, not a guy that has gone, and he played at Iowa State. You know, he wasn't like he was playing in, you know, great wow. you know, SEC. 
So I think the biggest thing is can Purdy handle the atmosphere on on uh, on Sunday, and I don't think he can, and I think that'll be the biggest advantage for the, the atmosphere will be a massive factor. Elliot, thanks for nothing. But- 